So tell us what happens if an accused fails to remain in attendance in court in terms of the Criminal Procedure Act. So what would happen is that as a legal representative, I would then inform the court that these are my instructions. Uh, my client cannot make it to court. And if I possibly have a medical certificate from a doctor that confirms this situation, that same would be handed in. However, automatically a warrant of arrest would be issued for the accused for his failure to appear in court because on the last appearance, the accused would have been warned to appear and informed that his failure or her failure to appear in court would lead to a warrant of arrest. And once that is done, I then, as the legal representative, would then request the court to um, hold on to the to the warrant of arrest and not issue it until the next date because probably I would have a date wherein he, will be, he or she would be better and be able to appear in court. And if on that next date the accused person does not appear still, then that warrant of arrest will then finally be issued and then the, the normal process would then follow. Can a trial take place, though, in the absence of an accused? No, it cannot, because unlike witnesses for the state, the accused has to hear the case from beginning to end against him. So that if you need to ask certain questions to a witness and you fail to maybe not know what a certain aspect that the witness would have said, the accused can have the opportunity to just, you know, have five minutes of your ear and say that, listen, the witness said one, two, three, four. In actual fact, this is what happened. Please ask this and that. That is the importance of the accused to be there to hear everything that happened so that, you know, they can answer to each and every allegation that was leveled against them by the witnesses. Unlike a witness who then uh, is asked to stay outside so that they don't hear what the other witnesses are saying, so they don't corroborate each other in that manner because now they can mold their story to, you know, um, sound like it's exactly the same versus if they just come independently without knowing what the accused, the sorry, the other witness would have said in the box. Does the incapacity of an accused person perhaps to understand the criminal proceedings in a court affect his right to a fair trial? Correct. So so at that stage... At that stage, what happens is that um, once it is determined that the accused person is not mentally uh, capable to understand the criminal proceedings, I, as a legal practitioner, would then have to make an application in terms of Section 76, 77, 78 of the Criminal Procedure Act and inform the court that, listen, based on one, two, three, four, my client will not be able to follow this process. And then an inquiry is then held in terms of the relevant sections. I mentioned all three because they, they deal with different aspects of um, the accused person's in, inability to understand criminal proceedings. And then an inquiry is then held. If need be, then a medical report is then issued. Um, so what would happen is that the magistrate or the judge would then hear evidence from the I.O., and then the I.O. would then confirm that based on what he or she has observed, this is what they've seen, a family member will then come in and also give evidence to that effect. And then the, the matter is remanded for 30 days, wherein the accused person is taken to, if it's a mental issue, a mental institution, to see whether or not they do have any criminal capacity, which is basically the understanding of the proceedings. And that report, when it comes back, hopefully, after 30 days, then the court, it would advise the court of the accused mental state to understand the proceedings and if it says he cannot then the court rules that he cannot understand the proceedings then the matter stops right then and there.